search of meaning. Hi, and welcome back to the podcast In Search of Meaning. My name is Ethan. And my name is Julia. And today we are going to talk about something very controversial and somehow complicated, but, but we'll... But very interesting. But very interesting. So what are we talking about today? Uh, we are talking about why do people do bad things? And I would like to start from a quote uh, from one of my favorite books by uh, Gregory David Roberts called uh, Shantaram. And the quote is, The truth is that there are no good men or bad men. It is the deeds that have goodness or badness in them. There are good deeds and bad deeds. Men are just men. It is what they do or refuse to do that links them to good and evil. The truth is that an instant of real love in the heart of anyone, the noblest man alive or the most wicked, had the whole purpose and process and meaning of life within the lotus folds of its passion. The truth is that we are all, every one of us, every atom, every galaxy and every particle of matter in the universe moving toward God. How would you dissect this phrase? How would you describe it? Um, I would... I would just say that I like it and I wanted to hear your opinion about it. My opinion about it? Well, I think it's very, uh, compli compli very complex. Yeah, it is complex, but I find it very true. So, the truth is that there are no good men or bad men. He said, it is the deeds that have goodness or badness in them. So, what he says is that a person is not natively good or natively bad, but the actions are what make it good or bad. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree. It is what they do and what they refuse to do, what links them to good and evil. Yes, and what he concludes is that a noble man with love in his heart, mm -hmm. uh, that's, that's the aim and meaning which... Uh, which goes maybe beyond uh, good and bad things and leads, mm -hmm. leads to to good. I don't know. Uh, but but what this uh, quote brings us to is to discuss the nature of bad and good. Like, mm -hmm. what do we call bad? Because it's um, I think it's one of the basic uh, basic concept in our lives and so to give <laughs> any talk about good and bad we should first define what it is and where it comes from and well before we start to get into philosophical ideas of what is bad uh i would like to to talk a little bit about how this attitude of acting bad is merely human Okay. And how animals act because of instinct and because of survival. And in a certain point of view, humans also act in that sense. But specifically, we act in a wrong way or in a bad way on purpose. So I would like to bring him to the table 
the the game that if you haven't heard of it, I think that you've been living under a rock called Among Us. And what this game is, in case you haven't played it or you, or you don't uh, know what it is, it's a game where, like an adaptation of the game Mafia somehow. Yeah. Uh, so there are like a group of, pe- of people, in this case, like little astronauts. And through in these 10 people, one of them, or even two, is an imposter. And so he is like the bad guy. And his aim is to kill everybody without them knowing that he is the imposter. And so you can play it with a group of friends. And then randomly, one of them would be an imposter and would try to kill everybody. And everybody else would work together trying to figure out who is this imposter. But I think it's very interesting because we automatically accept the role of the killer. When you are the imposter, well, I know it's a game, but it's like, okay, you are the imposter. You need to kill everybody. And you act purposely to deceit everybody else. Like, if they saw you did something suspicious, you would lie. You would tell that you didn't do it. And you would even tell that somebody else did it just so you could be saved. And so people wouldn't, like, vote you out. And so it's very, very interesting for me because I think that game shows the the nature and how easy it is for humans to deceit, even though it's a game. But if you really just analyze the basics of the game, you see a little bit of the structure of reality. Well, every game is a simplified structure of reality in that sense. That's why kids play games so they get to know the reality and talking about taking a good or bad side in a game well i think this game is just one of the many many examples because all the games which aim to to win um i'm not sure if there are those which don't aim (laughs) to, to win uh they require you to act um in the highest in the highest point egoistically mm-hmm. and um, among us is just where you should act egoistically on your own um, because in in the other games there are teams mostly which act so they can win and uh, to win by any means because everybody understands that it's a game it's the same as with the with the among us you need to win by any means and as far as your role is to kill well you will kill this reminds me of this uh, psychological experiment well people start to lose their own individuality and you start to act depending on their role so if you give um, the the prison uh, experiment I think it was called if you give people the role of policemen and of prisoners the policemen start to act in a more brutal way and with more power, even though at the beginning they were the same uh, level, like nobody was anything. And so they just embody this character and they just acted as if nothing happened, which is interesting because 
once maybe I decided to be in Among Us like the good guys. Like, no, I don't want to kill. That's what. And if you don't do that, well, everything just loses sense because the thing is that you need to, to kill. That's the rules of the game, and there's no fun because there must be this conflict. Yeah, it also just now reminded me of this movie released on Netflix uh, last year, I guess. The Platform or uh, The Hole, because it's originally uh, in Spanish, um, where there were like more than 200 floors uh, where people, where prisoners lived and the platform with food was coming from up to down and the food was delicious it was cooked by the best the best of the best uh, and uh, people uh, who were on the upper floors they would just eat as as much as they could they would Heat on the food, they would destroy it. So when the food comes down to those who are down, uh, they would get basically nothing. Though at the very beginning, it was um, uh, planned that uh, food given on the platform is enough for all all the people uh, through all the floors. The thing is that each month, people get moved between floors so for example if uh in september you are on the second floor and you get the best of the food you get wine you get delicious delicious restaurant food and next month you're on the floor 137 and the only thing you can do to maybe survive is to kill your neighbor because you need food. So um, the thing is that people who were, uh, for example, in October, they were down and then in November, they uh, again get up and they know how it is to be down. They would still act like bad, destroying people and everything. And um, talking about all the examples we, we mentioned about Iman Us, about the games, about this movie, I think uh, a very important thing that is connected to doing bad things is power. When people feel that they have some kind of power, they feel free to do bad things and they feel that they won't be, um, they won't be stopped by anybody because, because who would, who would stop them? Who would say no? But there are people with power who don't act as with bad intentions. Yeah, and uh, here we come to an interesting point. Why does that happen? Well, I think it would be just because of the, I guess, just the conscious uh, consciousness of, of the person. And I don't mean consciousness as the, like the, the psychological brain part, like consciousness but uh, how conscious you are of your surroundings. Um, or, or maybe uh, how conscious you are about yourself. Well, also. Uh, but what I mean is that if you are conscious of how the world works and what is like... Because something that I based on my ideas of what is wrong and what is right what is yeah, what is wrong and what is right is that well first you want to avoid pain 
You want to avoid pain for yourself and you want to avoid pain from other people. And you want to, well, in contrast, then you want joy, you want pleasure. And you will do whatever you want to get this joy and to get this pleasure. Nobody wants to do things that will only bring them pain. They will always try to, because why would you want pain? So in my book, to do something bad is to do, to act, knowing that you're going to bring pain or discomfort or something merely not positive to other people or to yourself, because always you can be, you can harm yourself. Yeah, and I think we should get to harming yourself a bit later, because uh, I guess it's a bit more complicated, mm -hmm. because it's in our nature to gain, not to destroy ourselves. Mm -hmm. uh, and when people start hurting themselves, then it means that something went wrong. Uh, but naturally, we are programmed somehow to gain for ourselves and to be in some sense egoistic, because if you are not, you will die. For example, if uh, there is a little piece of meat and there is two person and um, the one who gets this piece of meat will survive and the one who will not will die. Of course, you would do your best to get it because you wouldn't be like, okay, I am so nice person. Let the other person get it and I will die and I will sacrifice myself. Which brings us to the other topic of sacrifice and why people do sacrifices. <laughs> <laughs> Which we don't think we can talk right now. But, yeah. but, but naturally, naturally, what I mean is naturally you, you're supposed by instincts to act for yourself. Like, I don't think that it's true. I think that by nature you are supposed to act for yourself but not yourself as an individual, but yourself as a species. Mm -hmm. Like if there's just one piece of meat and there's uh, two chimps, then they will fight. And then the strongest or the most intelligent one will win and will have the meat. So it will be just like natural selection, selecting, be like, this guy is more appropriate for survival and so in that sense well it would be just that well yeah and well I, I just think that everything is guided by evolution consciously or unconsciously we all follow the evolution rules mm -hmm. um well it's true because we are well we are wired in our very basic form which is our instinct our primal Yes, and they are primal. That's the thing. And that's what I'm what I'm saying uh, when I talk about um, men fighting and winning, because that's that's what was put into you by evolution. But that's like you would would you consider that fight to be bad? Um, I don't know. Because for me, I wouldn't consider it to be bad. Uh, I mean, of course, for the chimp that will eventually lose and die, it would be a bad idea. But it's not their choice. It's not their choice to like. There's not. There's nobody outside 
like a higher chimp that will that, that organizes these games and will be like just one piece of meat and they will fight till the end like gladiators like that would be in my uh, perspective something wrong to do because you're playing with somebody else's lives on purpose mm-hmm. but when you naturally have to fight over food then i wouldn't consider that to be bad because i consider that to be natural to be like survival but yeah but i made this example because that's the starting point mm-hmm. because here we put people in extreme situation in a in, in extreme conditions and in extreme conditions we can better see our nature because it, it just reveals because moral moral just somehow stops working because the the the, the, the stakes are high and um, but there are also situations which the men where the men are not put into any extreme conditions and where men are just they, they they have they have a choice and they have a choice of doing bad and doing good and i wanted to start from more basic situations to get to more complicated so we understand how it works better yeah and so how would you think it will work if it wasn't an extreme situation like if there was plenty of food do you think there will still be kind of a a bad individual or do you think everything would be more like peaceful and sharing um depends because when it doesn't uh, when it doesn't go about gaining food it goes about um higher needs like need of be in safety need to be self-realized in the form that you achieve everything that you want and here people sometimes don't have enough of limitations and responsibilities uh, for the society because they they want to achieve and they want to aim for more and more and more uh, and here people sometimes uh, misunderstood their own I guess desires because for example well, well um, it's like extreme situation to solve everybody has uh, enough of enough of food for the next year but one person is thinking like hmm um, I want to have enough food for the next 10 years what should I do and the best idea the best uh, idea this person comes with is that you go to another tribe you kill them all you get their fields their land you put uh, plants there and that that means you will have more food for next 10 years you can save for more um and that's also part of evolution but that could be like tyrannical because like i think there's two sides um there's the side of like in one side you can just go to the other tribe and make a a bargain like hey i will give you this and you will give me this and so you can achieve your goal by trading 
Or you can also be like a conqueror and see like, I don't care about trading. I will just go and kill everybody and have all the food that I want for the next so days. So I think that you can have like these personalities that either have empathy or don't have empathy because this ability to feel empathy or not is also a reason why you would act a certain way well and also not just personality but also consequences because for example and that brings us back to like feeling the power uh because when you are at the top at the very top and you know that nobody can ever hurt you because you are the best the most intelligent the strongest nobody will will ever bring you back the pain you bring to people you feel like free and so many people they have these limitations in their minds like um what is freedom for them because your freedom uh should be limited by other people's freedoms mm-hmm. so like if they're Um, talking about what is to be free is to understand that you have freedom of choice, freedom of speech, freedom of action and blah 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 as long as it doesn't uh, overlap with overlap with somebody else's freedom yes. yeah. and um, doing a bad thing is in external way not in internal way not not when it's uh, pointed at you at yourself uh doing the bad thing is pretending on somebody's somebody else's freedom mm-hmm. um i have um an answer uh from victoria why do people do bad things and she says because they think that there is no other way to get what they want mm-hmm. so in that sense like limitation mm-hmm. like limitation is the drive that makes you act in a bad way in order to get what you want because in in a certain sense that you've been controlled by life like if your life has been wrong if you have been treated wrongly If you never had everything that you wanted or if you had and somebody took it away then the only way to get this things that you want is to act the same way as life has treated you so if if you think that life treated you badly and always stole from you and doesn't give you what you deserve well in some sense you reflect how you've been treated mm-hmm. and you treat other people like that Yes, but don't we aren't we supposed to know and aren't we supposed to be told that uh, reacting with bad mm-hmm. uh, attitude means bringing more bad into the world and um, but for those you pe- can and you can improve the world only by doing good things. So if you want if you if you if you were treated badly and you wouldn't you wouldn't like other people to, to be treated like that 
Or, or you mean that that sometimes people people's minds work like I've treated badly. I want everybody to be treated badly. Why why do they start even thinking so? I mean, my question is why why do they think so? I mean, you were treated bad, and you felt bad, and you know that you would love to feel good. You would love to go back, and that everything would work nice for you. But there's no way, and. Because you were treated bad, you're like, I'm going to treat everybody else bad so they know how it feels. But why don't they go like one step further thinking if you bring more bad to other people, they will feel as bad as you and they would not be able to change anything because, well, you decided to do so and you are more powerful than them. Of course, if you decide to bring bad and you can do it, you are able to do it. Why wouldn't you just make one more step ahead and uh, think that, oh, what if I just act good to everybody so everybody experiences only good and nobody will ever feel as bad as I felt? What, what breaks at that certain point and people decide to return bad to the world? Because they don't see results when they act good. Because, let's say, they had a childhood where they were taught to be kind and to share and everything, but because of maybe they weren't socially uh, good, they were treated badly. And so they know that if they are kind, they won't, they won't receive kindness. So... I think that in their mind it's like, well, why should I try to do to give kindness again if that's what I did and I never received anything? But if I act in a wrong way, if instead of asking for what I want, I take it, mm-hmm. then I could just get what I want easy and I don't need to suffer by being kind. Yeah, but for example... My childhood in relation to the society wasn't that nice. Uh, other kids were always bad to me. And I couldn't make friends. And uh, I mean, I couldn't make friends till I was 12 or 13. I mean, I had friends, but they were <laughs> outsiders just like me. And we both were treated bad, like team losers. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. Um, but it didn't make me bad. I mean, at some moments, I remember how much hate I, ha- I had inside. And I was like, uh, she stole my beanie. Tomorrow I will take pieces of glass and I will put in her pockets so she feels <laughs> bad. Well, just an example. I don't remember what exactly I, I thought. Or I will take um, paint and I will paint under her windows like that she's a whore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Something like that. But everything, I don't know why, everything just disappeared in um, one, two hours. Everything was just gone because Actually, I don't know why. I just remembered right now I was listening to Sadhguru, uh, like an Indian wise man, <laughs> philosopher, and he was saying about hate. Mm-hmm. Because bad things are coming from hate, partially. Mm. Um, he was saying that with your hate, you will never hurt anybody. You will just hurt yourself. And by hate that you keep in yourself, you will be just destroying yourself from inside. And then you will have diseases and stuff. 
even without uh, even without uh, speaking that you bring hate to people and people will bring you even more hate back. So I was always kind to people around me. I was I was quite smart at school and I would always help others with their homeworks and with the tests that we had and and stuff. And I think at some moment they just they were using me, but maybe at some moment they realized that I'm not such a bad person or outsider or loser. And maybe because I didn't act bad, they somehow learned that you can act kind. <laughs> what if it was like that? So we ended up being quite a friendly team of like part of the class who, who, who at uh, like 14, 15 years old, we just uh, united. And when we had tests and stuff, we would help just, we would just help each other. Everybody was helping each other. Maybe there was a, my part in it. <laughs> like, do you think that if everybody who felt this like negative thoughts can just stop them, stop themselves being bad by just continuing trying to act kind. Yes, and you show that example and there is that thing like psychological. I don't know how much it works, but like, for example, you have a person that you hate mm -hmm. and you wish the, and this person hates you too. <laughs> but each time you see this person, you smile to this person and you think, think, not, not say like, what would you do? What would you do good for this person? For example, oh, not like, I hate this stupid bitch. And instead you think like, oh, Kate, today, for example, it would be nice to invite her for having a cup of coffee. Yeah, and we would just have a nice talk. Or another day you just meet her and, and think like, I wish that today she has a very, very good day and everything happens good for her. And, well, they say that that helps to establish a good relationship with other people. Uh -huh. um, there's one more quote um, uh, from Shantaram about love. Uh -huh. Love is the opposite of power. That's why we fear it so much. And um, I think it goes well with our discussion because, uh, well, power is... When you have when you have power, you have this um, control over others, over mm -hmm. the over the things. But also when you have love, you gain power, but different kind of power, which can only raise good. And so I believe that true love can never can never lead to anything bad if it's true and pure. Interesting. <laughs> so, um, just uh, trying to end that thought. You believe that the circumstances of people are the things that make people act wrongly or not? Um, yeah, well, in any circumstances, it's um because something very interesting that uh i was thinking while you were uh telling us this is well it reminded me of this phrase i don't remember if it was jordan peterson or call young who said it but i really like it it said that the most powerful knight 
is the one who has a sword but chooses not to use it. Yeah. And uh, well, I can see that, for example, if there if there were a lot of kids who are also bullied and treated badly and didn't have a good relationship with their family, they would just like lose it. And either they would commit self-harm and maybe even commit suicide or in a very drastic way, they would just um, try to express their hate towards society because society is the one who rejects this child. But you had those emotions of hate in yourself, but you didn't express it. You didn't act upon them. You just like kept it to yourself and just kept doing your thing, which was trying to be kind, which was, I don't know. For me, it's it sounds like so brave because even though you wanted to, to put broken glass in the girl's pockets and everything you i i told that i had not sure if it's true or well, not. well it, hypothetical like <laughs> yeah, you, didn't, okay. you, you didn't do it it's actually from one movie but yeah oh well, you didn't do it mm, yeah i did not and uh well i think everybody everybody has thought to do wrong things like on purpose like i i, I know it by myself too i'm like Oh, I don't like this person. I'm going to do this and I'm gonna make that person feel so bad. And well, before I did it, now I really tend not to do it, but because I know the repercussions of it. And this leads me to a very important question. Maria, I think it's very basic. Okay. Do you think, because this is, well, this is a, a theme that has been discussed over the last 100 years, well, over the last 2,000 years, more so, um, humans. Do you think humans are purely good? Do you think humans are purely bad? Do you think it's an in-between? What do you think? Well, I read the quote in the beginning, which I believe is true that humans are not bad or good by themselves. It's just things that happen to them and then they have to act. And it's it's just harder to choose to do good things because it's, because it's just harder and you just need to commit to it. Because doing bad things is like, it's, it's easier. It's easier to bully somebody than to stay uh, uh, stay positive while being bullied mm-hmm. <laughs> or uh, it's harder to gain everybody's um, everybody's respect by not um, applying power or bring pain because with pain people understand kind of better because sometimes people are stupid and when well if you hurt a person the person will for sure know that okay you're stronger i will not touch you i will not do anything bad for you so you kind of protect yourself mm-hmm. because uh, pure love it's something very vulnerable and fragile and at the same even even with love inside of you you need to have your own 
system of defense. And the biggest mistakes the biggest mistake people do is they don't have the defense that they are too naive to the world. And that that's when they got just smashed. Um I also remember to some some other example when I already established more or less fine relationship with people in the uh, in the school and um we had a PE class and one girl she was a basketball player and she was almost two meters high tall um she threw this stupid basketball ball to the to the basket uh-huh. seeing that i was standing under it and if you ever held a basket ball ball in your hands you know that it's pretty heavy it's actually heavier than uh, pretty hard too than any of the balls like h- harder uh, heavier than uh, than food f- soccer ball or or, or, or volleyball ball yeah so she threw it and she saw me and well i there because it was instant reaction and when i was 14 i i really liked to have very long nails you know so I just I just got to her and I scratched her so hard that these <laughs> wounds were kind of healing for two years and I'm not sure if there were no scars left. <laughs> Do you feel proud about that? <gasps> yeah, because there was no reason for her to do bad for me. So you felt like a judge, like you did. Yes, like I always was trying to be fair. So you somehow felt like you got yourself what you it's like i was a tool in the hands of karma <laughs> well, yeah but you felt that you did you did good by doing that because well she did wrong you have to mend it but because you had the power to do it not that i had too much power to do it i mean i was like 15 centimeters less than her and less strong but that was just instant reaction and well, it worked, and I didn't feel bad, and that's interesting. How how different can life be even with one person trying to to do good always, mm-hmm. but doing bad once and feeling that, and don't feeling bad after doing bad. Well, um, stepping a little bit back, in my perspective, um, humans are both. Humans are good and bad, mm-hmm. natively. And, uh, well, because of my universal point of view in that sense, uh, we are constituted by the known or the, or the, and the unknown or order and chaos. And there is several myths. Um, if I remember, uh, Mesopotamian myths and even some Etruscan myths that humans are made out of chaos and so our whole being is chaos and the only part that isn't is our consciousness and our consciousness represents this uh order this apollonian view of the world so and that's why we have this like battle between our in, in ourselves 
of doing good and doing bad. Yeah, it's like this um, story is like there are two wolves inside of you. There are two wolves inside of you, like a good wolf and a bad wolf. And if you uh, and it's just a matter of who you feed. If you feed a good wolf, you will be good. If you feed a bad wolf, you will be bad. But that seems to be logical, right? But the truth, the real truth is that you need to feed them both. Because if you don't feed the bad wolf, it will be very, very, very mad. And because it will be very, very mad, it will take over. Yeah, yeah, it's true. People who just start to have bad feelings and don't express them in some way, just absorb them and absorb them for years. And there's just there's just one moment when the, the last drop of water spills the glass. And that's the moment where he either punches somebody or he goes crazy or something just bad happens. And I really do believe that we all have our own shadow, our own bad part. And this, I think this is why I really like the story of Star Wars so much. Because it's like the story of everybody. You, in some sense, you are the your own chosen one. And but you have to be careful with your path because even the most promising little boy who seemed so good can become the most hateful and darkest person in the whole galaxy. And he gets control. He gets abducted by this ideology of evil. I was waiting for you to start talking about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. Like this ideology of evil, which I think ideologies are something that really make you act in a certain way and stop thinking about the entire thing and just think to benefit that ideology. And we can see it in Hitler, for example. He was aiming for good. Like he wanted a pure, perfect nation by uh, exterminating the others who he, who he considered to be bad. But yeah, he was aiming for good, kind of. Well, he was aiming for good based on his own ideology of that they were the, the main and the most powerful race. Yeah. But because of that... Because of this blindness and his devotion to his ideology, he, on purpose, uh, committed these crimes, these human crimes, the way they, the, the way he killed thousands of people. He didn't kill it personally, but the way he, oh, yeah. and the way he controlled the masses with his, with his speech. And with this ideology and can also be uh, contrasted with, for example, how Stalin and how the Soviet Union somehow had this ideology of communism, of how we will build the perfect state and how we will all be together. We will achieve this utopia, but to get this utopian state, 
we have to do horrible yeah, to things. Kill, to but, kill. Well, they, they didn't say it as horrible things, but you they would try to somehow put it with sugar and cherry on top and say that it will be great and it will be the best thing we can do so we will have the best state ever without any freedom like we have in one of korea's i always forget north korea yeah like we have in north korea (laughs) sorry for my geographical knowledge um well one of my friends um said that bad things it's like um It's like an announcement of your freedom, uh, of your limitless freedom, Uh, though uh, shown in a wrong way, because you uh, go over all the uh, morality, all the rules, and that brings you some kind of euphoria, like very dangerous one, but that gives you this um euphoric 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 <laughs> uh feeling of of being super powerful and of being able to do whatever you want and here because we've been already talking a lot about external um bad things i think we should start talking about like internal um in the sense like why do people do bad things to themselves and talking about euphoria why do people do bad things like taking drugs destructing themselves and etc so basically just to get the the train running um you know when you do wrong to yourself is ba- we are basically saying that you are doing wrong to your own survival, right? To something that doesn't bring you anything beneficial to your human state, but will just make it wrong, like make it bad. Yeah, and it's like instead of hurting others to benefit something, you start hurting yourself, and you. And the thing is that why would you hurt yourself if you don't benefit anything? And well, you do benefit something. And the question is what? Because well, with drugs you benefit this special state that you achieve and that tricks your mind. With uh, alcohol, cigarettes, the same. But why do people uh, harm themselves by, for example, falling into bad and negative thoughts, like hating themselves. Why um, they humiliate themselves if they do not achieve and do not benefit, or do they? Like, why would you, why would you think that I'm bad, I'm nothing, I, 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 can't, I can't do anything, I should not exist and stuff? Like, where's the beneficial part of that? Why does that happen? What do you think? Well, I think because you have been like just as uh, going back a little bit, just as Hitler was consumed by his ideology. When you harm yourself, you are consumed by your own shadow. And just remember, shadow is this 
dark part of the psyche of every person. Um, and so people who always believe that they're great in themselves, well, they have extremely big egos. But when your shadow just starts to get a lot and a lot of power, it just controls your entire being and makes you think and makes you act just upon that. You act because of how bad you feel about you. And you don't act because how bad do you feel about you? And it just keeps you from going forward because this shadow, this uh, biologically, is trying to help you in some sense. That's why in, in my perspective, we have both ego and shadow because they are necessary. And if one controls the other, well, it leads to a bad psychological state. But so when the shadow just takes too much control is that you're just like in the bliss of chaos. And what is that? It's like you try to feel connection with pain because pain is the only thing that will make you feel alive or etc. What if we do bad things to ourselves when we feel powerless according to anybody else? Like me. <laughs> Let's take my example again. Uh, for a certain am amount of time, I was not able to to show anybody that I'm worth talking to, I'm worth being a friend, friends to. So I felt power powerless in that sense. And that made me turn to myself, where I could feel limitless because I cannot punish myself because I cannot bring to myself like consequences I mean they will appear eventually and they do appear eventually but at some point you just you just turn to hating yourself because and and to do bad things to yourself because you cannot do bad things to anybody else but it's still it but it makes you feel power and in that sense you get addicted to power as well as people like tyrants get addicted to their powers. So it's like form of, like the inner form of a tyrant dictator. Instead yeah. of applying this wrongness to society, you apply it to themselves. They, they apply it to themselves. Yeah, and I, I never thought of that actually, but I just thought right now because, well, this quote that said that uh, the opposite of power is love and that's why we fear it too much and yes like if uh we instead of power we give to hitler love well who knows what would have happened right well that's what everybody says what happens if he was accepted in art school yeah, and if he was full of love, how much love would he bring to the world with his leadership uh, abilities? Uh, like, yeah. And the, the same is according yourself, according, like, a relationship of each person with themselves. It's like you can love yourself, and if you love yourself, why would you hurt yourself? Why would you ever take drugs, smoke, um, 
humiliate yourself by saying that you are nothing and you that that you're worth nothing that you won't achieve anything because you would never do something like that to the person you love like that you really love like uh if i love a person i would never i would never do bad things for that person and um it's the same but the perspective and i mean not perspective but the direction is not from inside to outside but the direction is from inside to inside yeah if it makes any sense no no no. it it, it makes it makes total sense i'm looking for uh this quote i don't i, I can't find it like right away but i'm just gonna paraphrase it a little bit and it went something like the it's by carl Jung, and it said the only reason why people did wrong mm -hmm. like either to your outer world or inner world is because you are unable to tell your story and what for me means to tell your story is to understand what's happening around us and for for me that's like kind of the love because in order to love you need to understand either the other person or other people or the thing that you love because you understand it and uh, so when you really understand the things around you when you give five minutes of your time to read into your thoughts read into your emotions then something lights up and you can just start to move away from that feeling of hatred and of wrongness and start to act in a more positive way or at least what feels in a more positive way and if you just perceive this like as a narrative like the downfall before the, the rise everything starts to make a little bit more sense like either in your inner world or in your outer world. Okay. Uh, do we have any more questions from um, our listeners? Um, not. Um, I think we have one more question. It's from Daniel, and well, he basically ask, uh, asks, "What is a bad thing?" I think people do most things for need or pleasure. Other actions come from stress and from desperation or mental illness. Well, I, I guess we pretty much discussed that already. Yeah, I would... Uh, we didn't talk about mental Ill illness like somebody who's psychotic, but I think I touched it a little bit with the idea of the ego and the shadow. But when they're unbalanced, like heavily unbalanced, it would be classified as a mental illness in some sense, something that would need to be addressed. Okay, here I think we can we can end our discussion and we hope you you like it and uh, we hope you hear us next time. Next time, our subject will be about personalities. 
about extroverts, introverts, type of personalities, archetypes, and um, hopefully you'll stick around and hear us. Yeah, so if you have any questions about extroversion, introversion, personalities, or archetypes, you're welcome to send it to us. And for now, bye-bye. Bye.